Are you guys ready for the new song? Because I'm ready for the new intro. Ooh! the coolest thing you've ever heard? I hope so because I took a while to go through them and decide and I'm obsessed with it. I think it packs a punch and I just cannot wait to come up with some cool new bio to overlay over it and hang out in GarageBand and do all the things that we do here on the pod. So welcome back. Thanks for joining. It's 2021. Let's kick this shit off. I mean, I know we did a podcast last week, but I, I've got something good to talk about today going into what, the second, the second week of the new year. I know we wanted like a really fresh new start. And then last week was a shit show because, you know, people just are fucking crazy. And so we're here and I just, I got some, I got something good for you today. So every single time I, I do a little Instagram, like market research with Mads Tads and try to figure out what people are really jonesing for. What are people really needing? What are people wanting? I always do these little posts on my story slides on the gram. And the question I always ask, like, if you could learn about anything or be coached or what would you, what do you want more of? What do you want more of? And over 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 again, it always comes back to, I want to be more confident. I want to be, I want to put myself out there. I want to be more me. I want to be more confident and I want to be more me. And going off of last week, you know, I put a lot of books out there and like keep seeking, keep reading, keep growing, keep learning, keep, keep trying to find things to stretch your brain because that's going to make you bigger and better and just the the best version of you when you show up. You just you just have more tools in your tool belt and more more in your arsenal when you show up. It's like you're a bigger, fuller package when you have lots of knowledge in all the different things. So like keep reading, keep listening to all the podcasts and learning and learning and learning. So how do we, how does one get confident? I wish that I could just wave a magical wand and be like, boom, shakalaka, you're confident today. Like you did it, you're awesome. Hello, walk by the mirror, love yourself, all that stuff. But that's just not how it works. You don't wake up or like take a pill or press an easy button and then all of a sudden, like take some skinny tea or whatever that bullshit is online. Like, you have to work at it. It's like wanting to go, wanting to build muscle and have big, nice biceps and going to the gym one time. And then you come home and you're like, wait, my biceps aren't big. It's like, no shit, they're not big. It doesn't just happen overnight, which is something we're all so obsessed with on social media. It's like, it just happened for her overnight or it just happened for him overnight. And it's like, no, it didn't. So here's the real, the real deal with confidence. And it really comes down to continuously putting yourself in situations where you feel a little uncomfortable, where it's not cozy. And the best way I can describe this, I described this in a class. I don't remember if it was Saturday or Thursday or what day it was. I've been saying some really good shit in the tent lately, in the clubhouse for the brave. That's what I've been calling the tent in Chestnut Hill because it's freezing and it's not for mere mortals, let me tell you. 
So the Clubhouse of the Brave, um, that is a line actually from a Brene Brown book. She's talking about vulnerability being the Clubhouse of the Brave. But to take that a step further, the tent at SoulCycle in 18 Degrees in Chestnut Hill is a a clubhouse for the brave and the mighty and the warriors. So, you know, I've been saying a lot of good stuff in there lately. And something I said the other day is like, how, how, what does it feel like to be brave? What does it feel like to be confident? Because it's really hard to kind of like dissect the feeling. Like, I want to feel that thing. And the best way I can describe it is by explaining what the opposite of doing it feels like. And the opposite of being brave or exuding confidence goes a little something like this. And I think everybody can has felt this before, so I really hope this, you know, what's personal is universal because I know this has happened for me in a few times and I've learned from it. And then I'll tell you a little story. So... You know when you see someone and they look really, really good and you want to give them a compliment, but you kind of feel awkward and you're like, I don't know, like, should I tell them? Should I not? Like, and you like do this little dance. It's like you're like doing this little shadow box dance around the ring. Like, do, 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 do I tell them? Do I not? You know the feeling when you don't and you walk away and it kind of beats you up like, man, I should have said that to that person. That could have really made their day. And you know, that, oh, I wish I'd said that to them, or I wish I told them that, or I wish I, I wish I did. It's like a lot of that I w- could have, would have, should have stuff is, is what it feels like to not do the brave or confident thing. And it's this like shitty feeling like in your sternum kind of gut area, like, oh, it's like a little bit of a letdown. Like, man, like, why didn't, it, it's so easy to just give someone a compliment. Like, why didn't I just do that? And it's the it's that feeling of like oh like a missed opportunity that's really what it feels like I, I missed the opportunity to step into something else or do something a little whoo a little flighty it's like that flighty feeling in you and you know what I'm talking about because I related a lot to if you see someone attractive be it boy girl whatever and you know the, the, the like the you know the butterflies in your stomach and you're like oh okay okay like I like I really want to talk to them I really want to ask them out but I'm like I'm kind of afraid. Oh, and like, I love that saying the butterflies in the stomach mean you have skin in the game because at least you are acknowledging the fact that it's like, I'm in it. So the story I want to tell about confidence and bravery is we build this muscle up when the behavior that we exude is then has positive reinforcement. Every time we're told no, it, it of course builds our skin up a little thicker. And that is all part of being brave and confident. But a lot of times, like 99.9% of the time, when you put yourself out there or, or you know, you're doing a brave thing or you're exuding confidence and it's in a positive way and you're in the flow with the universe, great things happen. Like that's just the way it is. So the story I want to tell, I actually told on a podcast last week when I was a guest. I actually had forgotten about it, but it's a story that I will never forget ever. And it's very vivid in my mind. You know, we all have these memories and these moments where it's like we come to a, cr- a fork in the road and we can choose to do one thing or we can choose to do another thing. And it's kind of a silly story. It's not like we're splitting atoms or I didn't save the world or I didn't do anything super heroic here, but. It just, for me, just tells and paints the picture of what it's like to actually put yourself out there and be be like dancing the nerves a little bit of it. The story takes you back to Madison in LA, Los Angeles, West Hollywood in particular, and I would say this was in 2010, so spring of 2010, somewhere in line because I know I lived, I lived at 
Oakwood Apartments in Burbank, which if you're listening in LA or you have gone on the Los Angeles journey, you know that Oakwood Apartments are a rite of passage. They're in Burbank. They were actually right across from the Ellen DeGeneres show where I was doing my internship at the time. I was still at Belmont University, so I literally was still in college and um, I went out to a club with my friend, Sarah, who was one of my very, very good friends in college and in LA. And I remember the club was called MI6. So I'm already dating myself, depending on where you are in the world. If you remember that club, amazing. Anyway, it was super cool. It was super posh. It was like, you know, the who's who, the lines, everything like that. Glitzy, glitzy, glitz. So we're all dressed up. I'm wearing this like red satin dress. And I just thought it was so cool. I loved, I like, I am huge with like forever 21 dresses with sick accessories. So that's like, you know, I'm, I'm living the forever 21 budget, but like trying to ball out in LA, which is what 99.9% of the people are doing out there. Anyway, you're just trying to make it. You're just trying to get by whatever we go to the club. It's awesome. Like we see people, blah, 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 blah. So I go up to the bar and I see this really handsome and it's a man. It's a man. You know, like this isn't a little boy. This is a man. He's wearing like a very sexy kind of suit jacket. It might have been like some kind of like velour, like just very sexy man. And I'm like a young girl in Hollywood. Like I don't know shit from shit. And I remember like we were kind of like chatting a little at the bar and I think he might have bought my drink. I don't really remember how it went. And I was just like, thank you, you know, and I went to walk away. And I literally remember I walked like one, two, three beats. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, Matt's like, no, 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 no. You've got to go back and you got to say something. Otherwise, you're going to regret it forever. You're literally going to regret it and it's going to eat you. It's just going to eat away at you for the next two weeks that you didn't get his number, that he didn't get your number, that you, this is a missed connection, basically. And I turned around and I went back up to him and I said something really sassy. I was very, apparently I just grew, you know, balls of steel or something like that for, I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. (laughs) Like, and I was like, I'm sorry, but you didn't get my number. And I ended up switching numbers with him and we are still great friends. We were great friends. We might've went on dates. I don't really remember the whole story, but, and I'll never forget, like even now saying it, I'm smiling because it was just a moment where I, I, you come to this, like, I can either do it, I can either jump, and if I get turned down, like whatever, or I'm just gonna have to live with the fact that I never went for it. I'm gonna live, with, I'm gonna have to live in the energy of not swinging for the friggin' fences, and that sucks. And I think that is, that is, it's so great when you're rewarded for being brave and being confident. And that's just a silly little story, but. I will never forget it because it, I, I could feel it like in my in my insides, like you gotta do this, like you gotta do this. It's like this little tiny voice. It's like, come on, just go for it, just do it. And I feel like the more you listen to that voice that's stretching your boundaries, that's like pushing you a little outside the cozy places where you'd prefer to just hang out because it's easy, you are usually rewarded. And after time, being rewarded over and over and over again and or getting those no's and learning from them, 
you start to develop a sense of who you are and this deep inner knowing, this groundedness in all that you are. And that is in turn what builds this immense confidence within you. And that will start to exude outside of you when you just start walking a different way, you start talking a different way. You're just like, this is me and this is all that I am. Take it or leave it, sister. And I think that it's really something you have to work on. You got to work on it. You got to, you know, like it works if you work it and that's exactly how confidence is. You got to put yourself out there. You got to be willing to fall flat on your face. I had to be willing to have this man at the bar be like, no. And I just did it anyway, maybe because I was feeling a little in the moment, but still, and it's a silly story, like I said, but I want you to call a pound more. Maybe you call upon moments in your life where you have been a little nervous, a little scared. Maybe you were asking for a job promotion. Maybe you wanted to ask, you know, a girl out across the bar or maybe whatever your story is. But I think if you really think about it, nine times out of 10, when you actually went for it, were you not rewarded in some way, shape or form with a beautiful, beautiful blessing and or a lesson? Flip side of it not really working out is I think the biggest, most public, scariest failure so far of my life that everybody was along for the ride, everybody was watching, everybody saw me on every story and there was so much buildup and there were weeks of training and everybody knew I was like crushing and trying to do it was when I didn't make Patriots cheerleading to this day. Like I know that's a story and a narrative I tell a lot, but it's because it was such a lesson for me. It was such a big public failure that I I had to walk through not only in my own emotions and feel for myself and my dad and like my mom who were standing in the audience when they didn't call my number up for finals and to go to boot camp or whatever it was, but hundreds and hundreds of followers and thousands of followers and hundreds of my riders were there and on this journey. And I know that they all wanted the best for me. And it was such like a huge, like, oh, moment. And then I had to wake up the next day and teach three classes, like, and show up and kind of, I couldn't hang my head and be sorry for myself. Like I had to, I had to show up and bring it again. And you know, that was what I really talked about. I think that night I might've gotten on my stories when I didn't make the cheerleading squad. And I really wanted that. I really wanted that. That was a big goal of mine was to cheer pro probably for my life. And it's just not something that happened. And to walk into those classes the next day and, and just be super grateful that I had three sold out classes at Soul Cycle. But also having to kind of like, you know, you got to like lick your wounds a little bit and then get back in there because I knew I had to serve and inspire, even though I might have been a little torn apart on the inside with this, you know, big dream that didn't work out. I, I was served a huge hell no. And in hindsight, I still say to this day, I wish I recorded those classes because I think they were the most powerful and some of the best classes I've ever taught. You know how we talk about those unicorn classes like dubs fly out from under the podium? That day when I had to kind of like cowgirl up for lack of better words and get back in there and get back and keep and you know keep on keeping the good fight and and show up for my people. It was really a huge learning moment for me. And like I always say, trust the process, trust the process. And that sucked. That really sucked. That was that this is an example of when bravery and putting yourself out there and it doesn't go your way. And you're like, shit, man, this is this I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I don't like it one bit, but 
step by step, inch by inch, pedal stroke by pedal stroke, no pun intended for lack of better words, you build yourself back up, you build your confidence back up, you remember who the hell you are and you learn from it and it makes you stronger and it makes you better and it makes you so much better off for having the experience than not having it at all. I am a hell of a lot better off from having that experience. I met so many friends. I like just, it led me to so many different places. It put me in front of different people. I, you know, I see people all the time from it and like everything is interwoven and everything happens for a reason. I'm a true believer in that. And sometimes it really stinks when we have to go through it. We have to bear down through it. But there's always that, there's always a reason on the other side and, it, and it's so important and it, and it really does have, it builds your confidence. It's all, part, it's all part of the game of life. It's all part of being on the field and I'd rather be in the field and on the court and doing all the things and getting my ass beat than sitting on the sidelines feeling sorry for myself. I'd rather get back up and get back in there and that's really what confidence is all about and how, how you build it. It's a, it's a build, it's a very much a brick by brick process. I listen to a lot of YouTube motivational videos that, you know, they're kind of silly and, you know, people are overdubbing Will Smith and whoever. And I listen to those things when I don't feel like doing it. And we all have those days where we don't feel like doing it. I don't want to show up today. Trust me, I get it. And one thing that stuck out for me this week is I am not phenomenally skilled, which I can kind of get on, just follow me here. I am not phenomenally skilled, but I am phenomenally willed. Now I think I'm skilled AF and you should too, because we all have beautiful skills, but really it's not about how great you are at a certain thing because it's like that age old saying, hustle trumps talent when talent doesn't hustle. And it's the same thing when it comes to bravery and confidence and putting yourself out there. You have to do it over and over and over again. You have to hustle this. This is a hustle. This is a, I am phenomenally willed. I am willing to put myself out. It's how willing are you to go there and put yourself out there and do that thing and embrace the suck of being a beginner because as adults, we don't want to be beginners. We have such a resistance to being new or being a beginner or getting a question wrong or an answer not right or not like not doing something perfect, which is crazy. So if that is what's holding you back and making you not feel confident, you got to get over your damn self because it's all part of it. That's where the bravery comes in. You got to be brave enough to have it be really, really crappy and the first draft be shitty and not know how to kick the soccer ball, but sign up for the league or whatever it is. Insert your little story, your scenario here and make it work for you. That's what I got for you today on being brave and being confident. It's a process. It is not... Oh, bibbity bobbity boop, wave the magic wand, and you're confident. Go out, go forth into the world. You gotta work it over and over and over again. And you can't get tired of hearing no and let things crash you down. You just have to learn from them and keep going and keep on keeping on. That is how you build confidence, and that's how you show up, and you're just freaking brave. It's about being brave. I mean, really, that's what it is. 
So I challenge you as you walk out into your week, however you're feeling and all the myriad of emotions that could possibly be going on as we're like trekking out into 2021, be brave. Put yourself out there. Sign up for new things. Do new courses and and start a new club or just do, do things that are going to expand you beyond the realm that you're in right now. And I promise you will be a hundred times better off for having had the experience, pass, fail, whatever, all the things. You're always better off for putting yourself out there and having had the experience than not having it at all. That Wayne Gretzky quote. You miss 100% of the shots you never take. So you might as well freaking start swinging. I know you don't swing a hockey stick, but you get what I'm saying. Swing for the damn fences, you know? That's, That's it. I adore you. I appreciate you. I am so glad if you are listening to this and this touches you in some way, shape, or form and inspires you to get out there and do you and be the best version of you and live your life to the fullest. That's really what I want for this podcast. So thanks so much. And also, if you loved what you heard, please share it with a friend because you never know how you could change someone else's day by just sending them a little podcast. Hey, I heard this and it was dope listen to it. That's what you could do to help me out. And I appreciate it so, so much. Spread the word, word of mouth, spread it beyond, send it to someone who might need it more than you today. I appreciate you. You're amazing. May you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. (laughs) 